welcome to the Write Me In podcast, where we talk about making your author dreams come true. I am your host, Anna Riser. Today's episode is the second in our Preptober series. If you don't know, Preptober is the writer name for October, where we writers prep our novels for November, aka NaNoWriMo, where we attempt to write 50,000 words in only 30 days. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about character development. Characters are the people we tell our stories through, and they are the most important story element, in my opinion. Just try to imagine for a minute a story without a character. Then we would have novel titles like And the Sorcerer's Stone and The Great obviously we would be missing Harry Potter and Gatsby in those examples. Characters are the people we create and frankly manipulate and make terrible things for them to go through. They are the way we are able to explain our perspectives, morals, and values through our novel. Basically, characters are hella important and most advice on character development is a very long and involved process. Honestly, for good reason. You have to know your characters better than you even know yourself. But I do, however, have a few thoughts on how to get up close and personal with your characters without needing to spend an entire year getting to know them first. We do only have a few weeks here after all. So before we get started, be sure to grab the free printable on my website for character analysis and let's get started. So characters, what information do we absolutely need to know before we can write? Actually, it's pretty simple. The only four elements we truly need to know before we start writing is our character's age, their general appearance, what they want in life, and if you want to be fancy, their name. But that is 100% all you must know to start writing. But if you want your character to feel real to your readers, then we do need to dig just a little bit deeper. So right now, I want to create a character with you. Let's say that this character is for a retelling of The Three Little Pigs, and we want to rewrite it with the big bad wolf as the main character, and the characters are human now. So let's start with our four most basic elements. Age. He's about 32. General appearance. Dark gray hair, almost black, kind of like a wolf's fur. He's tall and muscular. What does he want? He wants to buy, cook, and eat a pork chop. His name. Let's call him Grayson. Now, we could write the story. Or, we can make him a bit more dynamic and dig just a little bit deeper. Why does he want the thing that he wants? He wants to buy, cook, and eat a pork chop. But why? Let's say it's because his mother used to make pork chops for him when he was a little boy. Now, we can infer a couple things about him from that sentence. Now we know he had a mother that he apparently loved. His mother loved him enough to cook him food. His mother no longer cooks him pork chops. So now we can ask, why is that the reason that he wants what he wants? So in our example, he wants a pork chop because his mom used to make them for him. But why? Let's go with his mother passed away a year ago today and he feels sad. So he wants to remember her by cooking what she used to cook for him. Now we can infer even more about this character. His mother died. He misses his mom and is still grieving for her. He doesn't actually care about the pork chop, most likely. He cares about honoring and remembering his mom. So in every good novel, the main character wants something but doesn't necessarily believe they can get it. Instead, they believe a total lie about themselves and or the world. Going back to last episode's example of The Hunger Games, Katniss believes that the only way to live and survive is quietly allowing the government to have complete control. That's the lie she believes. But of course, she finds through the course of the series, the truth, 
that she must fight for her and the entire country's freedom so they can all be free and live a life that is more than surviving, it is actually living. We need to find the same misbelief and truth about our character. The way that I do this is actually taught over on YouTube by Abby Emmons. She's an amazing writer. I highly suggest you check her out. And she says the best way to do this is to decide what truth you want to shout from the rooftops with your story and then turn it into a lie. And then boom, that's what your character misbelieves. For our example of the Three Little Pigs, let's go with the easy truth here. That grief is deep and forever, but it is manageable through different rituals like cooking the loved one's favorite meal. Flip it into a lie. Grief should be temporary. It should be something that doesn't hurt after a while. There is no reason that anyone who has suffered a loss should still be upset one year later. We, of course, know that isn't true, but our character hasn't figured that out yet. So now we can put this newly found information into a sentence format like this. My character wants the truth, but he believes the law, which is blocking him from figuring out the truth. Our example is Grayson wants to be okay within his grief, but he believes that he should no longer be grieving, which is blocking him from figuring out that grief is deeply rooted and sticks with us forever. Now, if at first all you can think about is what the character wants, that's okay. That's a launching point. Remember, we started this character by only knowing that he wanted a pork chop. We didn't know that his mother had died, that he wanted to honor her memory, and we for sure didn't know that he was struggling with processing his grief. We started with our most basic plotline. The wolf-like character wants a pork chop. All we did was take it a step further and continue to ask ourselves why at every turn. And now we are left with a character synopsis. A character synopsis is basically just a summary of everything we have just outlined for ourselves. Here's ours for Grayson. Grayson is a good-looking young man who lost his mother one year ago. He doesn't understand how grief really works. He believes grief should be a fleeting emotion that should be dealt with and then moved on from. He doesn't understand that grief sticks with us many years after the event. We are constantly dealing with grief in multiple ways, such as honoring the person we lost by enjoying the things they enjoyed, recounting our memories, and adhering to the values we shared with them while they were here on earth with us. Grayson wants a pork chop, but he doesn't understand that he only wants the pork chop because his mother used to cook them for him. He wants to remember her in this way on the anniversary of her death to bring comfort to himself. Now you can see the level of depth for this character and you can almost feel his pain. That is what makes an amazing character. Okay, so I know we covered a lot today, but I hope you will apply this when creating your characters for NaNoWriMo. Even if you're just refining them, it can be really great to go back through this process and make sure they are a well-rounded, believable human character. Now, don't forget, I do have a free printable for you available on my website at anariser.com to help you with outlining amazing characters. So be sure to grab that and work on making some amazing, believable, relatable characters for your novel. And I will meet you right back here next week for Preptober week three, where we will be talking about novel outlines. Be sure to go follow me on Instagram at Anna underscore Elizabeth. That's Elizabeth without the E. And join the Write Me In email list to get freebies, more tips, secret podcast episodes, and so much more. Talk to you then.